0: Welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. Port Hope residents are facing a big tax increase this year and not everyone is happy. Seniors, business people, farmers and some councillors are upset. The 2023 budget means an estimated increase of $183 for urban residents and $226 for rural residents on average. Port Hope Mayor Alana Hankovinsky will give the reasons for this increase, plus explain Council's decision. She will describe how inflation, interest rates, and the need to maintain the town's infrastructure, that is, things like roads, bridges, and other services, played into the deliberations. I'm so pleased to have with me today, Port Hope Mayor Olana Hankovinsky. Welcome to Consider This.
1: Thank you very much, Robert. The
0: 2023 budget means an estimated increase of $183 for urban residents and $226 for rural residents on average. Why do you think this is reasonable?
1: Well, there's, there's, of course, um, nobody likes to think about tax increases ever, ever. And uh, if, if you talk to folks, they would probably say it would be reasonable if we had no increases or very little increases. But, you know, the things about life that are inevitable, death and taxes. So here we have it. Um, what, what I will say is a few things about our process here in Port Hope is that the considerations for this year's budget were were very careful, they were very thorough, really included active participation of staff at all levels, it was a very engaged process, it was a very careful deliberation of council, very difficult decisions had to be made, And I'm very confident that where we have landed is actually very reasonable. We are below inflation on the operating budget increase side of things, which, as you know, is uh, currently sitting around 6%. So at 4.3%, we're well below inflation on the operating budget side of things. And we have made the decision to invest and not falling further behind on infrastructure costs for the municipality. Like many municipalities across Ontario, we are underfunded, we've been historically underfunded. So we've made a decision to invest $18 million into capital uh, projects uh, to address the increasing gap in critical infrastructure needs and the funding available for those. And, you know, I think it's worth noting that in 2022, the cost of infrastructure rose over 15%, and that does not include the kind of uh, historic shortfalls that we've had in our funding. So our infrastructure uh, inflation is growing more, uh, more than twice than the consumer inflation rate.
0: When you were talking at council and debating the budget, You said this is a budget that is about responsible governance. Can you explain what you meant by that?
1: Well, responsible governance uh, for me is looking at all the different pieces of the puzzle and saying, where do the hard decisions need to be made? Where are the things that we can really cut on the operating side of things? Knowing that, you know, there are shortfalls and there are things that we w- that we wish we could have funded, but we really made the conscientious decision and effort to stay, as I said, under inflation. But when we looked at where our gap is in infrastructure and we got direction from staff saying that if we didn't increase by a certain percent, we would be falling further behind, going into more debt, playing more catch up. Over the years, the responsible thing to do is stop the leakage, stop the rate at which we're losing money, stop the rate at which we're going into debt. And at the same time saying, okay, if we're holding the line, and that's all we're doing right now is holding the line, where are we also going to find more resources and opportunities to diversify the tax base here in Port Hope. And that's exactly what we did. We invested in those lines that could bring us more revenue into our community, whether that's marketing for tourism, whether that's marketing and efforts towards increasing business and industry to Port Hope, or whether that was through putting in a position of a grant facilitator to write more grants, to bring more money into the community. Port Hope is one of the slowest growing communities in Ontario. And we took the step to hold the bleed in terms of the money that we're losing, but investing in the areas very strategically that can put us on a new path uh, to growth. And hopefully in the future, being able to keep our taxes at a more reasonable rate. We can't just keep putting the increase and the pressure on our individual taxpayers in this community.
0: Many counselors, when they were talking, kept using the word crisis. So what were the elements that were creating this crisis that's facing Port Hope when it came to the budget?
1: Well, it's a, you know, it's obviously a perfect storm that's faced but not only our municipality, by others, Dealing with um, a post-pandemic recovery, social, political, economic recovery from the pandemic, high, record high inflation, the pressure for more programs and services that we all know, the crisis, the housing crisis, the homeless crisis, the mental health crisis, the opioid crisis, plus not enough revenue coming in and the gap in our infrastructure funding Widening, So that is a perfect storm and a crisis that we really needed to address and we also know that the status quo is not going to be the status quo as we see more adverse weather events and as our infrastructure is going to be challenged by the climate crisis, and we need to build resilience and we cannot afford to be going into any more debt.
0: There may be seniors or people on fixed income listening who may feel this increase um, is more than they can handle. It's putting up way too much financial pressure. What would you say to them?
1: I would say that um, I am am really, really sympathetic to all the pressures that everybody's feeling in their day-to-day lives. We're living in very difficult times to be sure. But what I would also say is that what we're looking at is on average in the urban area, an increase of $3.52 a week. In the rural area, we're talking about on average, $4.35 a week. We all know anybody who's gone to the grocery store or engaged in any other kinds of purchases of goods and services, that everything is going up in cost and the municipality is not somehow immune to those rising costs. And what I would say is is this, please bear with us. We have a plan of how to make things better in this community. Our, Our longer term goal is not to be left behind and in the process not to leave anyone else behind. And if we didn't make these responsible choices this year, I truly believe that we would make people more vulnerable and more at risk and more burdened in the future.
0: Seniors and people on fixed income is only one group. There are also business people and part of the debate, this was raised that business people, especially those in the downtown, didn't feel that they were consulted sufficiently. And many have deep concerns about their viability facing this budget.
1: Yes, well, again, I'm very well aware of the challenges of our, of our local um, businesses. And I would, I would say two things. Um, everything that was brought forward in this budget is aligned with the strategic plan that's currently still in place in Port Hope. We are of course undergoing uh, a, a renewal of that strategic plan, but the directions are absolutely in line with those strategic priorities. I would also say that we have invested heavily in this budget in the the two lines that will make the biggest difference for this community for business. And that is we've increased significantly the amount that we're putting into marketing for tourism. We're rethinking our entire approach to increasing the traffic that comes to our local businesses. And we're investing heavily into bringing more business and industry in the community that we hope will have a multiplier effect for the existing businesses in this community. And as I mentioned earlier, we also have a grants person who will now be working with the municipality that we hope will also be available to all the businesses to help them maybe reach some sources and funding and grants that can help them sustain and grow their business.
0: Councillor Vicky Mink said she did not support the budget. She argued that some items needed to be better researched and part of a strategic plan. She accused council of bypassing key community engagement as part of a strategic plan. If you were sitting down across from her and those who raised these concerns to her, what would you tell them? Let's start with the lack of research.
1: Well, I'm not sure what you would mean by the, the lack of research, Robert, because everything that came forward in this budget was very well researched by staff, it was carefully considered by both staff and Council, we had two days of very in depth deliberations. All of the material on the budget as all years was posted available online. The meetings deliberations were open to the public. And I can tell you that we received very little input and dialogue into the deliberations or even some of the decisions that had been made by the committee prior to the budget coming forward to a vote on council. In terms of community engagement as a whole, as I've mentioned, the process was open to the public. The priorities presented are absolutely in line with the current strategic plan, which was very much created and embedded in the process of community decision-making. And at the end of the day, the council that had been voted in this last election and who campaigned and heard from people on the ground as to what some of the priorities are, also made the decision to be responsible, not to put this community further in jeopardy with our finances. And you know, as I as I would say to folks, um, you know, imagine you had a a twenty thousand dollar credit card debt, and we said it's fine for you to pay less than minimum payment every month and have no plan to ever get out of that debt. What would be your answer to that? And so I think putting it in those terms, we're saying to the public, we're just holding the line. We're not making any any inappropriate, huge investments into the infrastructure. We're just saying we're not putting us further behind, further in debt. We've put money into areas that we can grow. And by the way, as we create the new strategic plan, we will be making... Every effort to engage with the public about what should we, what we should be doing moving forward in terms of how we're actually going to be spending those infrastructure dollars.
0: Just so I'm clear, I was referring to Vicky Mink saying those things, not yes. me. Yeah. I, yes. So we're clear. One of the other things she raised in in her remarks was that uh, the budget's going to hurt the development when it comes to affordable housing, not help it. Mm you You disagree? Uh, Tell me more,
1: well, you know, i I again, uh, and i I'm going to speak just about my perception personally around the the housing situation here in Port Hope. I think we are setting aside a significant investment to attract business and industry into Port Hope as a way to bolster economic development. We're also in the process taking stock of all the municipal lands that we have, the inventory to see how we can develop those into a diversified housing stock, into how we can actually leverage that to address some of the issues of of, uh, homelessness, right through to affordable housing, um so I I actually don't I don't see that that connection at all. I in fact I think we've opened the door to be able to move more rapidly on creating those housing opportunities that are so required in this community but also investing on the community and economic development side to help sustain those that are already here and those who want to come and make Port Hope their home.
0: It's not unusual to hear in Port Hope urban residents and rural residents saying there's a disparity between the taxes between the two sides. Yes. Are both sides getting value for their tax dollars? In particular, rural residents feel they don't get the value for their dollars.
1: Well, that's, you know, that's a terrific question, Robert. And you're probably very familiar with the fact that um, this council is inheriting um, an amalgamation that happened a number of years ago that wasn't pleasing to many of the residents in, in the rural area. This council of course is inheriting um, that legacy and we're trying to do the best that we can. But what what I would say probably two things on this point. The first one is there are significant infrastructure needs in the rural area. So for example, just as one example, we have to rebuild the silver glen bridge in the in the rural area and when you're talking about projects that are in the you know 1.6 1.8 million dollar range we're we're talking then about spreading that over if we're just talking about the rural area a smaller amount of population that would then bear the burden of those costs so what we're talking about here are pooled risks and, po- and pooled costs, and that's not always visible um, when, when we're thinking about budgets and budgetary expenses. On the other hand, do we have an opportunity to think in the future about a different relationship between the two wards, potentially even different representation and governance structure? I think this council is very much open to all of it, but I think for the purposes of this budget, we're just saying we we're holding the line, We're prioritizing infrastructure projects that benefit both the rural and urban community, and we have a plan for how we're going to generate more investment into all of Port Hope, making no distinction between the two wards.
0: The library proposed a 9% increase in the draft budget. What was the final decision by Council on that budget, and how is that money being spent, in your mind, is it being spent wisely?
1: Um, well, as you probably followed the vote, it, it was approved, um, I, w- I was the only dissenting vote in in that go around, um, not because I don't value the library or I don't think it plays an essential role in our community, um, but as I had stated uh, to the board representative that every single department and other and the other board that came to us was working very diligently to come in at a very sharp and low rate of increase and i felt that that 9.1% was just out of step with all the other asks that were being made i understand that this is an ask that's higher than previous years and and you know there is a context to it but we also just have the reality of what's happening right now
0: the police budget sits at about six million dollars. At county council, you voted to update a study for a countywide police force. Do you think this is a way that you can save taxpayers money?
1: Well, I, I want to correct you on that, Robert. It wasn't uh it was only to look at what might be both the costs and benefits of moving in this kind of direction as opposed to actually pursuing that as an option. So this is about um This is about updating evidence that can point us to where potentially the costs and savings might be. No decision has been made about any kind of countywide policing. The decision was made only to investigate something that is clearly outdated. Where this comes from are general conversations that have been had around the county table around what kinds of. Uh, services could be better shared across the municipalities, given that we are all in the same boat. We have, um, you know, in in many ways, budget crises, we have huge pressures on us, we have inflation, and everybody is looking at ways to keep the essential services that we need, and cut costs where we can. So, the motion was only the pass of, of that was only to to update the study so we can see whether or not anything has changed over that period of time and as you know in port hope the uh, the budget for police uh, takes up a very high percentage of our budget
0: what's next then fiscally for port hope going forward
1: Well, I think fiscally moving forward is really trying to focus on the investments that we have committed to in this budget and making sure that every single one of those dollars works for us in a very hard way, whether it is to increase the tourism traffic into Port Hope, whether it is to actively engage and attract business and industry that fits into the values and priorities of Port Hope as a community and also looking at all of the granting opportunities that are out there, whether they're specifically for Port Hope or in partnership with some of our neighboring municipalities or in partnership with our community groups. It's really focusing on how we can generate the revenue stream to both take the burden off the taxpayers, but also allow us to continue to deliver the essential services that everyone expects of us, and also to improve the way in which we are delivering and responding to community needs.
0: Olana Hankovinsky, thank you so much for talking to me today.
1: Thank you very much, Robert. I appreciate your time.
0: That was Port Hope Mayor Olana Hankovinsky. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me. And I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So please tune in. If you would like to listen or share this or any podcast, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. There you will find past podcasts, news, and other information about life and politics in Northumberland County or you can go to the radio station's website at northumberland897.ca. I'm Robert Washburn. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen in, and I hope over the week you will continue to consider this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com, or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast, or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more from Consider This.